In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, through the prayers of St. Peter and Paul, Lord Jesus Christ, our God, have mercy on us and save us. Amen. Today uh, we have our summer feast. It's a beautiful feast. It normally ends the Apostles' Fast. But since Pascha was so late, the, Pascha, the Apostles' Fast disappeared. <laughs> Uh, right, shucks. But uh, so, what a joy it is to celebrate these two great apostles, the two great lights that stand side by side in a beautiful way in their icon, that kind of unity that uh, the Lord loves when brothers dwell together in unity. We see that great unity of Peter and Paul. Um, they always didn't stand together. They had their disagreements. But when they came together in Christ, they found that great unity. So today, uh, uh, we ask their prayers. Um, there's so many things that could be said about St. Peter and Paul, but first, they both teach one very common thing, and that is to, to receive the, the depth of the grace of God, you must go through tribulation. You have to suffer. If we follow Christ, which we do, he was crucified and then resurrected. So we understand that this is part of the Christian life. I remember years ago when Father Hopko was explaining this, he said, I think if we knew what we were signing up for, we, might, may, we may not have signed up. Because we have to step into a life of struggle. We will suffer. We will in, endure uh, tribulation and St. Uh, Peter says it's for, the, for to the testing of your faith to, 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 uh, to refine it to, to refine it but I think it's very important to understand how do we step into this because it's one thing to say to one another you must suffer We all go, yeah, well, how do you suffer, though? This is very important. If we just try to white-knuckle it and try to endure our suffering, the possibility is that suffering will actually harm us. We'll be embittered. We'll be angry. We'll fall to envy of others. We'll fall to jealousy. The way God wants us to endure suffering is to draw near to Him first. Draw near to Him first. We must be near to God in struggle, in suffering, in tribulation. If we're not near to Christ, our suffering can be, do damage to us. Come embittered, angry, rancor, hatred. It can embitter us. But in Christ, it can grow us. So this is very hard to do. If suffering is right here, and it's just in our face, it's very important you don't jump that direction. Guess what direction you must jump? This direction. You must jump this direction. You must be near to God. Then you can turn around and face your suffering. But you must do it in Him, in Christ, with Christ, with the help of Christ. You must know how weak you are and know that He is your strength. 
You don't step into suffering and tribulation and trial without God. That is such a critical thing. Um, if we do, there will be damage. And as St. John of Cronstadt would say, I speak from experience. <laughs> We've all stepped into it without Christ, into struggles, into, stru into suffering. We've stepped into it without God, and it's, it's taken its toll. It's, it's really important that we understand that. Secondly, um, these two great apostles uh, show us uh, that there's human weakness involved in our walk. There's human weakness involved. That we're not, we are called to live this great life, this great holy life, but because of our fallenness and weaknesses, we will fall. We will make mistakes. St. Paul was, he's called even in some of the prayers, the persecutor. They still label him that. The persecutor of Christians. When he repented of that, he turned his whole life toward dedication. So in our struggle, when we are struggling with something and, and repent of that issue that we see in front of us, we must increase our dedication to Christ. Increase our dedication. It's not enough just to say, I, I'm sorry. But it must be an effort to increase dedication. And St. Peter denies Christ, which breaks his heart. He weeps bitterly. They say Peter wept bitterly every day of his life for that. That, that sense of it. He knew he was forgiven by God, but there's a great line in the in the. Uh, uh, in the accounts of Christ's resurrection, uh, Peter was distraught by this, and Christ knew it. And he says to the women, go tell the apostles and Peter. Make sure he knows that I've risen from the dead. He's distraught. You must go to him and tell him. Make sure he knows. So what's... It, was, it wasn't for him, it was for Peter to turn from that in deep repentance, in repentance with tears, in great sorrow for his sin. So we see that they're, they're fallen men, men with weaknesses, but they responded to those weaknesses with more dedication and with deep repentance. So those are two examples for us. Uh, and then for St. Paul, there's two other things. One for St. Paul. You heard the list of things that he lists that he went through. Three shipwrecks, four imprisonments, thousands of lashes, you know, hurt by people that I know, hurt by people that I don't know, sleepless nights. It just goes on and on and on. Patience, brothers and sisters, patience. Patient endurance. That's the example. Patient endurance. You know, sometimes you have something in your life you just need to endure patiently. You can't fix it. You can't change it. You just have to endure it patiently. That, that thing is a blessing. You need to see it as a blessing. 
Maybe somebody in your life, maybe a situation in your life, but you have to see it as something you must patiently in Christ endure with deep prayer, with deep concern, whatever it might be. But you need to find that patient endurance. It's a beautiful thing. St. Paul was not uh, playing the violin when he was saying those things. He wasn't feeling sorry for himself. He was just declaring what his life was, and it was okay with him. This was fine with him because he understood patient endurance. So that's very critical to us. And St. Peter, many things about St. Peter, but that great line, you are Christ, the Son of the living God. You know, we need to be, we need to be so firm with that in our life. We need to be so, that needs to be so locked into us that it, we, we can't just be Christians. We must be declaring in our hearts all the time, you are Christ, the Son of the living God. I love you, I praise you, I worship you, I adore you. We have to be moving in that direction. That was such a profound, incredible statement. But it was said deep from the heart of St. Peter. It was said from deep from his heart. So we must, we must affirm that today. Affirm that, that dedication to Christ, that he is my God. He is the son of the living God. And I do praise him. I do worship him. I do adore him. So these things, uh, as you could tell, I could go on and on. So I'm going to stop now. So uh, I just love this feast. I love the examples of these two saints. Um, they started the church that we inherited. So may through their prayers, Lord Jesus Christ, our God, have mercy on us and save us. Amen.